So, you know, we're standing here on the banks of the St. Varane, just uh, near the Sunset Street Bridge, which is the one bridge that's still remaining in Longmont that, that hasn't been reopened. And um, it is one, though, that we've uh, just under, uh, gone under contract with uh, Jub Engineering out of Fort Collins to do the design, which will probably take the, the better part of the rest of this year, and then they'll go to construction early next year. And so uh, by this time next year, if we're standing out here, we should have a rebuilt, much larger bridge and uh, open to traffic. So what will be different about the new bridge? Well, the new bridge will be uh, roughly twice as uh, wide, twice as long, if you will, as it crosses the river. Uh, the span of the river is going to be about uh, you know, twice its current width. And so that'll be the main difference on the bridge. The other thing the bridge is going to do is it's going to, it's going to have a, an additional lane on it. Um, a, a lot of that for pedestrian and bicycle safety and, and, and movement because from the residential neighborhoods to our north, as they try to get south into the, uh, the industrial areas of the city and to the St. Vrain Greenway, just a lot of pedestrian and, and bike traffic. Has anything changed with the actual river channel? We're looking at a pretty sedate looking stream right yeah. now, but a year ago this was a raging torrent that had carved a new channel. Exactly. Is anything different about the channel here in Longmont? As you look, just as you look across the channel, you'll see on the on the south bank there, it's been really reshaped. That was a cooperative partnership between the uh, the private property owners and the, and the city. And um, what they did is they actually came in and sort of restored some of that embankment. Um, a lot of that may be somewhat temporary because the city's long-term plans that we are also uh, launching and getting underway with are to rebuild the St. Vrain from Martin Street all the way to Airport Road, which is about five or six miles through our entire city, in order for this channel to be able to safely carry a 100-year storm. What were some of the other major impacts to infrastructure in the city as a result of the flood? So uh, one of the biggest impacts was on our St. Brain Greenway, which is still damaged in many areas, although we are getting ready to reopen another section uh, over the next couple of weeks. Um, it was virtually destroyed, as was um, two or three major sewer crossings where the sanitary sewer crossed the river, they were washed out. We're actually still pumping on one of those all this time later over near uh, Main Street. Um, the other the other damage in, in this particular area was to the um, just the channel itself and and uh, in this particular bridge. So um, bridges, utilities, greenways, you name it, they were all damaged. Any idea when the bike path on, along the greenway might be reopened? Well, we're again we're opening it up in sections, and so the next section that's going to reopen is going to be from just uh, to the west of Main Street all the way up until this area up into the Isaac Walton District Park here. That will reopen over the next uh, 20, 30 days or so. So it should be open this fall, which should, should be really nice for folks. As we go west from here, it's more difficult. As we go into the Rogers Grove area, that area will uh, folks are going to take a detour. They're going to go on Boston Avenue and then come back around into the Rogers Grove Park. Um, our community is also hold, hold, hosting a, a commemorative event uh, this Saturday, uh, September 13th at 9 o'clock over by uh, Martin Street. And our mayor will be talking about the reconstruction efforts that have been done and uh, we'll be talking about this project as well. And I know there's a cleanup scheduled for the former site of the Royal Mobile Home Park as well that's happening as part of the commemoration too. Right. What, what happened to all those residents? Where did everybody go? So uh, you know, Longmont worked very closely with all the residents, uh, not just in the Royal Mobile Home Park, but it probably stands out as one of the things I'm, I, I uh, as a member of our city, are, is probably most proud of because we worked with, uh, it was between 50 and 60 um, homeowners 
um, every one of which we worked with to make sure that they got the maximum uh, reimbursement from FEMA. And then we, <clears throat> we worked very hard to get them um, relocated into safer and better housing. And so as of today, they've all been uh, relocated. Um, many into new or, or, or uh, different uh, mobile home parks here in the city. Some have gone into assisted living, some have gone into um, uh, different, uh, whether it be apartments or others, but um, uh, suffice it to say, they, they have all been relocated. Um, no one is hopeless. And, and um, I think that's one of the success stories that we've had. Um, and now that land is owned by the city and we'll be using it for the, uh, the channel improvements. So that, no, no future housing or development in that area. Well, not on a part of it. You know, there's a, there's a, the northern portion of the property, about a third of the property. Um, once we get the channel project done, it will be able to be uh, redeveloped, um, and that work is actually being done in in a process and a planning uh, project called Blueprint Longmont, where we're looking at the entire planning corridor uh, through this part of the city and trying to re envision what the St. Vrain corridor can be and should be as it comes through our city. So once we get the flood control project done, our capacity and our opportunity to redevelopment is gonna be phenomenal in this part of the city. And I, that's one of the really exciting things going on. What are some of the ongoing challenges? I mean, are you still trying to deal with federal groups, FEMA, uh, Army Corps yes. of Engineers, you know, state level? Is there still a real kind of web of bureaucracy that needs to be navigated? Yeah, hugely, and, and, and part of what the dynamic that's changing right now is the federal uh, FEMA um, uh, staff members are sort of exiting the state. And a lot of that now, that work is falling back into the local governments and the state. And so that's, uh, that's a change up that's happening. Our work experience with FEMA up to now has been very good though. I will stand here and tell you that I think they've done a great job. I, I think it's sort of a new FEMA that's far more flexible and, and, and reactive to what needs to be done. We're also working and starting to work with the, um, um, the state and, and HUD on the community development block grant funds that are coming into the state. You know, the second round of funding is about $199 million, of which um, 70 million or so will be coming into the Boulder County area because that's really where the epicenter of the damage was.